Alright Timmy How you feel about episode 2? Yeah Timmy Davis on here oh, I feel good I feel good I'm a bit tired today But you know We move still We move Let's get the show on the road Hi right, guys, welcome to Backyard Conversations, episode two. The name's IG, as always, and I got here my man with me, Timmy Davis. All right, let's do it. Let's do it, Timmy. Timmy, so what you been reading this week, man? What what has caught your attention? Honestly, I've been so busy with like my other activities that you know I haven't read a lot this this week. But on the weekend, you know, I went over some Netflix shows. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I had that uh, Shadow and Bone. I was looking forward to that one actually. It came out when they come. Out? I think last Friday. I want to say. Okay. Yeah, so I, I watched it, I binged it one in one day, Sunday, cleared it all out. Some interesting uh, concepts to it. Um, so one of the things I usually look forward to in, in shows when I watch is like writing style, right? Like if a writer is good, you can tell when there's complex villains, right? Like you know how everyone was chatting about Black Panther, for example, and Killmonger, right? How it was like complex villain. It wasn't like a true villain in the sense of right. he had a motive to what he was doing, right? And he wanted to like, you know, bring Wakanda's sort of, you know, power and progress to the rest of the world as well. Right. So same thing I feel like in this show. Uh, careful for spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen the show, yeah. Drop that right now. <laughs> All right, that's, that's your spoiler warning in case you, you want to see the show and you haven't seen it just yet. Exactly. It's the same way I feel like the character in this show also, the villain in this show had his own complex reasons as to doing what he was doing. He wasn't entirely wrong, right? But the writers did a good job in the sense that they had transformed this guy into a true villain by the end of the season, right? Earlier on, you could understand what he was doing, you know, how he went about things. You could kind of relate to the hero and the villain at the same time, but by the end of the show, they had transformed this guy, man, where you, like, you actually hate him at the end of the, at the, end of the season. So good good writing, good writing. That's something I'll that. definitely look forward to. Do you know if it's based off of a book or a comic series yeah, or what? Yeah, it was based off a book. Uh, I can't remember what the book is, but yeah, um, definitely based off a book. It's a fantasy show, right? So it's right. more... You know, Harry Potter type, Lord of the Ring type of vibe, like magic. Okay. And well, they don't. It's it's magic to us when we see it, but in the show they explain it as science. Interesting. Right? It's like science on a on a much deeper level, but you know, it's magic, right? So basically, a different kind of witchcraft. Exactly. <laughs> the same way Thor would call you know, yeah. in Avengers, he'd be like, "This is uh, a magic," and Iron Man would be like, "It's just science. We don't understand yet." Right. So it's the same way that this is like a fantasy show where it's like most of what they're doing is what we will call magic. But they say they, you know, they're doing science on the elemental level. But yeah, man, I don't think I've gotten on to any new shows recently. But I'm all caught up on um, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, yeah. as well as uh, Invincible. All right, right. And um, I kind of saw the season finale for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I'm like. Was that the finale? I think it was. I have mixed feelings about it. I genuinely, obviously, like it, but. I'm curious as to how it ended on such a high, um, mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I'm I, I want to see how they're gonna uh, start like a new season and and just like try and draw us back into that universe because I was expecting something cataclysmic like like the world to up like mm-hmm. all their hopes and dreams to just be shattered in like the finale but they were all just like laughing and drinking maybe I'm just a cynic you know I'm just like <laughs> I was looking for something dark to happen but. Uh, I hope I'm wrong and it's not the finale because it really oh yeah I, I don't really is. know how many episodes they're meant to be in that show 
Like, are they trying to change that into Captain America now in the next season? Or what's going on with that? We don't know, but there's rumors lying all over the place that Steve Rogers might make an appearance. Mm. Okay. And um, and remember the the fake cap. Um, yeah. Uh, he's now agent. Um, yeah, he's now the yeah. agent. So he's gonna definitely have his own little spinoff going on. Exactly. And now that he's got that serum, and now he's, I should have given you guys a spoiler warning. But here's my spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. Sorry guys. So yeah. So now that he's um, uh, you know, an agent now, and he has his black costume. There's so much. There's so much is gonna come out of of that um that character arc and it's something i'm looking forward to the invincible however i think is just so amazing that show is brutal man i love i love every episode graphic and i think one thing i i noticed that i actually enjoy about the show that people aren't really talking about is the soundtrack like the music at the right time just hits the spot like it's so so well placed like for the different characters the timing of the music, like all the different genres, they blend into the show. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like I haven't paid too much attention to the soundtrack, actually. I think I've just sort of been going. Yeah. Because a lot of the times I'm watching it passively as well. Yeah. But, you know, there's just so much to, you know, catch up on these days. You can't do everything at the same time. Right? <laughs> there really is a lot. That's why I'm trying, I try to manage, um, you know, how many shows I'm watching at a time because I really want to absorb it. I want to take it all in. I, I want to really enjoy the experience of, uh, of the show and one of the shows i'm looking forward to now that i'm caught up on the two that i'm currently watching which is uh invincible and falcon and winter soldier is the second season of ted lasso i, th- I haven't seen that one my goodness hey if you're listening to this and you haven't seen ted lasso do yourself a favor and go watch ted lasso it it is it has no right to be as good as it is the humor is on point that performances i think Everything about that show is just so, 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 so priceless. Is it more of a comedy show? It is a comedy, a sports comedy to be precise. It's uh, based off of a series of sketches that the main character performed back when I think it was with NBC Sports. Um, I forget his name. This is embarrassing. But anyways, he he's, uh, you know, American, like maybe high school or uni football coach. And he moves to the UK to coach like an actual football team. Like, you know, um, I'm sure North Americans call it soccer, but <laughs> it's literally football because you kick it with your feet, right? Yeah. Um, and that. everything is just chaos after that. It's such a well-written show. The humor is perfectly timed. The punchlines are, are where they need to be. Mm. I, trust I feel me, like I, I may have seen like either a trailer or a bit of an episode of this, yeah. actually. Yeah. I know they had a promo, two different promos with Jose Mourinho oh, yeah. when they were trying oh, to yeah. promote the show and, and Ted Lasso would call him up and ask him about foo- uh, you know, football and how, how to be a coach in England and talk and, and, and you trust Jose to take a dig at the English press and also talk about different styles of uh, football from the defensive uh, type okay. to the offensive type. Does really he make an good. actual appearance in the show? He did not make an appearance, but I wouldn't be surprised now that he's been sacked from Tottenham if he shows up in the second season. <laughs> Try his luck out of the acting, eh? I'm telling you, New I'm telling you. Path. It's Jose after all. He's never too far away from the camera and he doesn't shy away from it. Um, so yeah, that's one show I'm definitely looking forward to. Do you have any show you're looking forward to? I have so much going on. The things that I don't even... One show that I'm looking forward to coming back, it's not a new show starting, but coming back is Ozak, right? Because... They kind of mm-hmm. left out of place, but I think they ended at was it season Ozark. three or four. But Ozark, <laughs> you know, good show, and like it just got really dark. So I'm looking forward to that coming coming back. Hopefully, it comes back sometime this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've really given us the timeline or what that is. Snowfall just ended, 
last week they had the finale as well so I'm looking forward to that coming back next year okay you know? <laughs> okay yeah so it got dark really quick on that Snowfall, show Snowfall and Ozark right now yeah man shout out to Damson Idris on that one by the way good oh. job yeah good job alright shows that I'm yet to see cause you know I'm really really slow with these TV shows when I take my time with it I like to like find something and just like take my time with it um I'm just gonna do like a random segue from TV shows right now to like the social, um, social sphere and uh, social media and how we interact. And I want to hear your take on the growth or lack of of Clubhouse because I know when it came out, it was like a literally a club where you you had to get wait for your turn to get in. And now it's like, oh yeah, it's just there. It's daytime radio. I'll I'll open the app whenever I feel like it. I won't tell you. I haven't even opened that thing in a while. Like, I mean, it's one of the the usual hype. Like at the start of the pandemic, we saw apps like House Party come out, right, where people were doing multiple right. platforms. But the thing is that you know, apart from that, it's not that engaged. Like it's engaging when you're in the conversation, but you can't possibly enjoy it. Like you know, Twitter, you can passively go on there while you're working, take a little segue from work, yeah, scroll through, yeah, get back to work. Same thing with you know Instagram, those sort of things. But Clubhouse requires a lot more focus and attention if you really want to be into it. So I feel like, especially now in, in our times, we don't have that much. Our attention span is a lot shorter, right? And so we Very do that true. for a few days. When you do it for a few days, your network, you know, sort of gets constricted. Like when you first start off, you're networking, you're meeting new people, you're connecting. But after maybe a few days of that, you, you, you sort of maximize. I mean, I know you can make you can expand that to a bit more, but you sort right. of maximize on it. So it becomes like sort of like a closed network and you start going into the same groups, seeing the same people, talking about the same thing. And it gets boring real quick, man. So, so you need to find a way to, you know, get out of that, man. So maybe go into new groups with more new people or something to keep your interest alive. Because right now, I don't know. And by the way, the new update with the new logo on their app or whatever, like they need to change our ASAP. <laughs> if if you have the newest version of um, Clubhouse installed, I'm sure you know what what, what Timmy is talking about. So you're saying compared to other like um, services online, you quickly hit a diminishing return where it's like, you know what, mm. what what's new here? Exactly, like it peaks and it's like a bell curve, right? Yeah, it, just, it goes, it peaks and then it just starts to drop. Like where's right. the where's the new content, right? Right. You see. Um, I don't know Love Island Canada for example it's mm. the same you know the same thing they do every day like okay <laughs> I don't even know what happens you know, on Love Island it's a dating app now yeah I don't know, right? oh okay or you know they talk like one group talks about the same thing there's like there's only, there's only so much you can talk about one thing right right like they talk about the same thing every day with the same people so it's not like there's a large difference of opinion anyways so it gets re- it gets old real quick maybe we need to get on there and start our own rooms and talk about something different yeah, I feel like maybe a better way would maybe be not to see the groups that people you follow are in currently. Or, I don't know, something like that an where you can go into feature? A, Yeah, like they do have an explore feature, but how many people go on there? You go on your homepage, you see mostly groups where people you know are in, Yeah. right? And then you join it. But if there's a way to sort of put that to the side and just go to another page where it's just like random other groups that you can actually join in based on maybe location, for example, mm. it might pique people's uh, interest, right? Interesting interesting and I, I think my fear for clubhouse is even though they're kind of sort of growing because people who have been waiting in line to get on clubhouse will get that same feeling that we had when we first joined it's like okay we're here now what's next um but it really does feel like one of those things that every app can steal and integrate mm. into their social network yeah. and that's already happening 
and also yeah and also that what you just mentioned that brought that to mind as well you know with the fact that back in the day there were not so many people on Clubhouse so like getting that invite you know people were coming in and joining so it got you know it was getting more interesting as people were waiting to get like yo I want to get on Clubhouse I want to get on Clubhouse right. and they finally got in it and it's like okay but now I feel like they've reached the peak maybe right. of like users in Apple so maybe they need to go into Android or something and get that going so yes they, I mean there's plans to release like an Android version yeah. soon obviously but and get down that platform and then maybe some inter you know connectivity type of thing maybe that would get it you know going again I don't know I don't know what they have to do but you need to get someone in the team working on it I know they've been collaborating with like brands to try and create some kind of unique experiences and they do a lot of like panels with like um, CEOs from like Fortune 500 mm-hmm. companies and whatever uh, but a lot of these guys just probably end up coming on Clubhouse to tell them they're gonna be stealing Clubhouse and include it <laughs> as a feature in their app, you know, because I'm sh- the, the audacity, <laughs> the audacity, right? Because Telegram already has a feature like that. Um, Zuckerberg, as always, and Facebook, uh, shout out to Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> he's always listening. He's always listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, gonna be integrating that obviously with with his platform. And um, Twitter has spaces, but I know spaces has been in the works for a few years now. So it's one of those things that I'm not surprised it's it's launching now. As a matter of fact, I knew about spaces before I knew about Clubhouse. Mm. So that's how long uh, there's been gossips uh, in the Twitter sphere about a voice, um, a voice like add-on to, to mm. the already existing features. Uh, Clubhouse definitely just, for me, it came out of the blue. I didn't know about them at all when they even came out. and. They use one of the most effective marketing and advertising features ever, which is word of mouth. Word right. of mouth is the most powerful tool for advertisement, right? It is the most powerful tool. And it's just right. that, that thing where it's like, oh, you have you been on Clubhouse? Oh, no. Do I have invites? I'll invite you right now type of thing, right? That's exactly what they use to build their followership. And even that right? exclusivity, right? Like people yeah. are always trying to like get on it. Like what exactly is happening there? Like exactly. let me in. I want to see what you guys are doing over there. And the fact that, you know, people enjoy that, you know, I can put my opinion out there, I can come and talk, express it. Like sometimes it's a bit harder, like Twitter, you know, you can type it down, but you can't have that same dialogue you can have when you're speaking, right? When you're speaking, the dialogue is a little bit more intense, right? Even Um, more intimate too, right? Yeah, exactly. But again, that sort of dies down when you're talking about the same thing, right? Over and over and over again. Exactly. Clubhouse. I don't know if it has a future or not, but I guess we'll wait and see, like with many things. Um, we will, we will. When it comes to, uh, you know, still speaking about, you know, Clubhouse and, and the, the power of voice, what do you feel about paid podcast subscriptions? Because um, Apple announced in their uh, Spring Forward event uh, last week that they're going to be integrating paid podcasts as a feature into the, the podcast app and then a couple of days later Spotify announced that they're going to be doing the same thing and podcasts have always been like this thing where it's as free as it gets when it comes to content online mm-hmm. right um, and the ads are integrated nicely that you don't even look we don't even bother about skipping ads on podcasts yeah but it's now like a radio show you know right so now it's one of those things where it's like okay it's been free forever now we're going to have to stop paying for some of it like what do you think about that uh, I mean it might work in the sense if you're paying for the platform right, on a subscription type of basis, but I mean, paying for individual podcasts, I don't think that's gonna work, like going to the movies and paying for a movie, right? right. I don't think anyone would be out there saying, okay, I just wanna pay for a podcast, right? Like, I'd rather pay for a subscription service where I know I can get access to a 100 different um, titles, right? 
and I can listen to that whenever, you know, going to work. But I mean, these days, it's, it's hard to say, like we're living in a different world. We have COVID, we're not on the road as much. You know, I'm sh- I feel like, um, I haven't looked at the stats, but I feel like maybe listening to podcasts has probably maybe even sort of gone down. Cause like, I mean, before you maybe go on the train to work, right? And you listen to that on the train, but now we're not doing that anymore as much. We're waking up later and just starting work right away. Right. right. So it's a whole different ballgame. I, I, I don't know. So it's like, I'm going to pay for my podcast. I'm going to pay for my Netflix subscription. I'm going to pay for my Disney Plus. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to pay for my music. I feel like it's a whole lot of music. I feel like audio, maybe we should lump that together. Like it's been, you know, like get right. our podcast and our music. Right. Right. As opposed to have to pay a separate subscription. But who am I, man? The markets and executives, they know what they're doing, I guess. Right. That's exactly. What they, they pay them, they overpay them. We'll see how that works out for them. I wouldn't be paying though, even though I'm a podcast right now. <laughs> hey, if you're listening and you're trying to be a sponsor and you're trying to uh, help us make some money, and even if it's by subscription, please holler at us because I won't. I won't mind making some money right now. You can do interact as well. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, well, honestly, what you said about the statistics, I feel like it might be either or because for me, being at home, like I don't have a commute, like you said, right? Mm. And that makes me, or rather gives me an opportunity to listen to even more podcasts because I can be listening while I make coffee or while I take a walk, you know, it's like I consume a lot more podcasts. And I I think that the method and how they want to approach this payment uh, option for podcasts is going to be surprisingly attractive in the sense that we already have shows we listen to and love. But what if we could get more, right? So I feel like we already have what we like and they're like, yeah, you know what? There's actually a little bit more. You can pay a, you know, a low fee of like $1.99 per month and you're going to get like brochures. If you listen to like an investment podcast, for example, mm. you're going to be getting PDFs. You're going to be getting all this new leather, all this stuff. And then you're going to get free invites to guess what? Our clubhouse mm. room, right? Where we're going to talk about what to be investing in in the third quarter. Like there's so many ways they could they could pull this off. Yeah, again, like I said, I I mean it could work, but I think it would work as an all-in sort of subscription with audio, so sound. Because I'm I'm thinking about what you're saying now in terms of people staying at home. I personally feel like depending on what podcast it is, I probably need a little bit more concentration. Like while I'm working, while I'm working, I can listen to music. Cause oh yeah, you don't have music to listen to it actively, right? Yeah, <laughs> even with lyrics, you don't have to uh, listen yeah. to it actively, right? You can just, just be in passive. the background. But, yeah, um, with podcasts, you might need a bit more concentration but i was thinking of podcast subscriptions in terms of um you know satellites uh radio yeah like sirius right? xm sirius xm and those kind of things right but then i, I thought about it and I was like those guys have interviews they have little talk shows here and there but they also have music like it's a whole, it's a whole package of things right yeah. yeah and there's a lot of different channels on there that you can go on so it's a bigger thing so um i feel like it probably has to work the same way if you want to do you know sort of like a podcast i'm glad type. you said that because the two biggest quote-unquote podcast providers right now are apple and spotify and Mm -hmm. apple is like majority market shareholder in that regard you should know that they already have apple one where you subscribe to like apple music apple news apple tv plus and then icloud and then apple fitness plus they're just gonna add podcasts to it like you're talking about the bundle right Mm -hmm, spotify can do the same thing they already have music and it's gonna be like yeah for an extra 199 a month you can get the whole bundle um so I think that's the way to go for them. Like since they already like the, the two key players in this in this market, they're definitely gonna look at bundling because nobody wants to be paying an extra, uh, an extra like just get like a new subscription like mm, altogether for, just sure. for podcasts. 
But I mean, if they're going to be paying that, they already have the infrastructure in place. Um, I feel like if they're going to do that, they should work it out in a way where the majority, like a good chunk of the money goes to the, you know, the content providers. The creators, exactly, you know exactly. I, I have no qualms. If I like a creator and they're doing something nice and, and you know, I want to support the movement or, you know, want to support the product mm-hmm. or the service, like why, why not, right? So they have to make it in such a way that they get like a good chunk. Yeah, because it's not like they're investing in any extra infrastructure, to be honest, for this, because the infrastructure is already in place, yeah. right? They have, the, they have the apps already, they have all of this, so... Like, they can't say, oh, when are we getting our money back or something like that? No, <laughs> like, you know, get the content provider some money so they can provide even better quality of content, right? Speaking of Spotify, what do you think about their CEO coming out to say he wants to put some cash on the table and buy this not too unfamiliar club from North London? I mean, I guess Spotify is starting to see itself as a, uh, I don't know, a multinational player in multi-industries. <laughs> it's seeing itself as more than just, maybe trying to go the Tesla route where they, you know, Tesla sees itself as more than just a car, uh, a car company, right? Yeah. Like this is as a tech firm, you know, doing a bunch of whole different things. Maybe that's what Spotify wants to do now, right? If that works for them and it makes their shareholders happy, I mean, good on them but you know <laughs> but I think it's more about the owner trying to put money on the table than Spotify trying to have a stake stake mm. yeah so I think he's just trying to he's just trying to wrestle the club away from people I mean, he has thinks has he got that kind of money though I mean he can raise some but I also know that he's not going in alone like mm. uh, Thierry Henry has come up to say yeah I'm going to be joining you if you really want to pull this through so guys are going to raise money it's, it's not hard to raise money look at what they were doing with the Super League right Mm. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I mean, I welcome all you know, all investments into the prime because I mean, yeah, it, I don't know what's going on there, but like they need some more money to get things going again, I guess. Yeah, they um, really do. It's all, like the prem as we know it, you know, has changed, right? It's changed a lot as we know it from you know, let's say 2012, 2013, those days, right? Yeah, it's changed a lot to now. So I mean, something back come, to something back to differ that maybe it changed for the better though. In some areas, in terms like, of what, like competition, maybe or yeah, I th- I think even though you have obviously City came in with all this oil money and just like became this juggernaut where mm. they can just get any player they want, right? Win any titles they want, having one of the greatest managers in the world, uh, you know, at the helm. But then you have a season where a club like Leicester, mm. who tragically lost their owner to a helicopter crash, like still in the top three. You have clubs like West Ham, obviously Liverpool are having a terrible season, you know, and some other. Um, uh, the usual suspects in the top six are not having the best of seasons, but you have like clubs that usually wouldn't even have a sniff at top mm. four. You know, you know, wrestling for it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we're just going through a reshuffling season as it always happens, right? Like Liverpool and Co were top clubs back in the Bolton Wanderers. Like, I mean, all these clubs, the top clubs back in the reshuffle happens every few few years. It really and does. Rings and things get yeah, things get rearranged. So maybe that's what we're seeing right now. But who knows? I mean, if he wants. If, um, if the Spotify owner, if he wants to, you know, or CEO, if he wants to come in and put some money into it, by all means, right? That's his own personal investment. Do what you got to do. I don't mind who the owners are. Bring some diversity into ownership. I honestly, do see, I think a lot of owners who are not familiar with like as long as he doesn't interfere, yeah, <laughs> with the workings of football. <laughs> see, that's the thing, cause, cause like a certain Red Devil Club, footballs, <laughs> football teams and owning them it's not really as profitable as it seems from the yeah. outside it's, it's just all glamour right and it's just a name and 
and some of the deals that these clubs can strike with like sponsors and whatnot. But it's really, really, really tough to break yeah. even running a football club. So I don't. I'm, not, well, this, I'm sure this guy has done his homework. Uh, he knows what he's getting himself into. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I feel like if he's going to something like Arsenal as well, right? Like, like you said, he's done some work. Um, like they already have their stadium, for example. But that's not something they'll be thinking about when he comes in. So yeah. there might be better room to get money if they can, you know, be a top competing team, not the one we're seeing right now. Right. You know, be a top competing team that can win trophies and bring some more money and sponsorship deals in. Then it might be a good investment, right? Um, that's true. But who knows? Wait and see. All right. So I think we're going to wrap it up with uh, the Arsenal gang and Spotify and Apple Podcast and the rest of the crew. Thanks for listening today. As always, this is yours truly, Aji, and as always, hanging out with... Tommy Davis on the mic. All right. This is Backyard Conversations. Cheers. Cheers.